Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday night, which can only mean we're talking racing with Phil and Steve Phillip. What's going on, man? Hey buddy, I just want to let you know, just just a little disclaimer. I've been on the sauce a little bit tonight. Um, maybe I'm not proud of it. Maybe I am. But we had a great weekend last weekend. I, I feel like maybe we should start there. We 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 banked 11.85 units. Was was that okay? Uh, it, it works for me. What's high score mean? Did we break it? <laughs> high score. Is that it? Is it? Was that a high score for us on a weekend? No, no, but it, it was pretty good. Yeah. Well, as long as it didn't say tilt, we're okay. No tilting. Steven, how you doing? Hey, buddy. Hey, Arch. What's up? Not much, man. How you doing? Doing all right. I, I'll tell you how, you how to break high score. You just bet more races. So, <laughs> Well, we've got two additional races than what we had last weekend. So I agree. Let's do that. Steve, I always thought you didn't bet enough. Like you didn't have enough volume in your tickets usually. <laughs> Yeah, maybe not. I mean, right now it looks like I'm projected to be 37 and 26 tonight. So yeah, tonight so we're doing all right. Just dipping your toe in just a little bit. And <laughs> yeah, that's all non-racing stuff. So yeah, I mean, I'm... <laughs> Steve, you had 63 wagers tonight. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not quite doing the the uh, amount that Phil's doing, but I'm, I'm hanging in there with the you know the volume. Well, for all the members of the Discord that saw the tickets that I've posted, I should reiterate, I have been on the sauce yes. tonight. That that needs to be that needs to be said. Right, right, right. But the mortgage is paid for. That's what matters. You gotta pay the bills mm. first. <laughs> gamble second. Get rid of uh, people in your life that try and stop you from gambling. Is third. Uh, yeah, third. Well, yeah. that's probably one A. Probably one A. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, fuck it. Let's get to racing, fellas. What are we looking at? All right, so uh, we've got Formula One qualifying in the morning. Say it right. Say it right. Formula Un qualifying in the morning. And then uh, we follow that up with a truck race in the early afternoon, a Xfinity race in the early evening to set the mood. And then uh, we wake up on Sunday to a Formula Un race, followed by an afternoon uh, nightcap with the Cup Series. Four races. Ooh, that's a lot of races. Ooh, girl. <laughs> Steve, where should we start? Uh, we should probably just go in uh, numerical order of the time, don't you think? Let's do it. So, All right, so Truck Series, or? Formula One qualifying. 
All right. What do we got for four on qualifying? Dude, I have no idea. Did you text me anything oh. today? I don't think. Hang on a second. I got to pull up the notes. Someone's got to um, save Verstappen, right? And we're done. Like this one. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> the uh, early insiders, the VIPs, if you will, are on Max Verstappen to win the race Ooh. on Sunday at minus one seventy five. I saw that as high as minus three thirty now. Wow. So did we make a did we make a good move? Yeah, I think so. I think I think what happened was uh, Verstappen has a little bit of a stomach bug this week so maybe the the books kind of thought that he would uh, not be able to handle all these high speed quarters this weekend but today it clearly showed he was just fine they actually called it a tummy bug uh, that's right the that's broadcast right. today jesus this christ could this a race tummy, get any a tummy bug i don't want to say what i'm thinking on a podcast but we're not censored arch i know that's why I'm, I'm self-censoring right now all right, so uh, i've got i found steve's notes he did text me it was at 6:46 p.m. right in my drinking hour and it turns out he likes fernando alonso for the pole at 14 to 1 which is pretty cool because alonso was fast as hell today and then we've got some to qualify to round three which is to make the the top 10 in qualifying and it looks like we're going with none of those i've read that wrong and then the matchups i don't think they're available yet yeah but they will be the matchups steven you've got sergio perez as a four to one dog over max george russell over Carlos Sainz at plus 225. George Russell over Lewis Hamilton, minus 110. I just want to add, George Russell handled Lewis Hamilton today. And then, a, is this a parlay from, from Steven? Alonzo over Sainz, Perez over Hamilton, minus 161? Am I reading that right? Whoa. Yeah, I'm, 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 a, little, I'm a little tilted myself. So You're going to take a parlay? Oh, it's, it's not, yeah, I mean, the problem is you, you can't really play, um, what is Alonzo? 500 minus 500 i think or something to beat signs right i don't know but bottom line i get it gets it to minus 160 so i, I don't know if feel like there's a way that this can and unless alonzo just flat out uh for flat, flat, you know flat out wrecks i don't see a way he's gonna lose the signs and, and paris i feel like uh the red bull versus the mercedes feels like a um Pretty good bet there too. Um, Mercedes is a super draggy car. They've been struggling this weekend, especially Hamilton. I'm tilted that Hamilton uh, didn't show up first today. Really feel like he should have been fine, but uh, Russell, George Russell um, really took it to him uh, in both practice sessions. Unfortunately, I thought that my my thought process was FP1. Like, oh well, Lewis, he's kind of just warming up to the track a little bit. He, he kind of takes it easy as a guy, older guy. Uh, Russell likes to just send it as a, as a, as the younger driver there, but Lewis kind of just I just don't think Lewis likes this racetrack. I kind of thought about last year. I believe this is the one race he actually didn't make the top ten for for round three. So. Yeah, let's out of pure frustration, uh, let's just go ahead, go ahead and fade Hamilton qualifying tomorrow. Yeah, I agree. Uh, George Russell owes us money, so we'll we'll collect tomorrow. <laughs> and as far as Perez over Verstappen, um, I believe Perez got the pole here last year, and then just kind of fell off pace during the race. So, I mean, this is a track that doesn't really require as much driving ability. Obviously, because Hamilton has struggled so much the past two sessions. So I feel like this is Perez's chance to get the pole uh, and kind of probably maybe not win the race 
So this could be the week that Perez beats Verstappen. Four to one feels like a pretty good shot. The times are pretty close. So yeah, the, the times are close. And if he does do that, not only will we cash a four to one, but we've got a future on uh, Perez to win a poll at some point this year. So that would cash that as well. But four to one, man, that's that feels like just just a shot you have to take. Sure. So again, we also have uh, Russell over Science. It feels like good value there. I know I'm pretty sure I sh- I, I shopped that one a little bit, and that's easily the best the best uh, market price there. Uh, Carlos Science is really struggling this weekend. Ferrari is off the pace uh, compared to where we thought they would be on this track. Uh, really, just not really contending much at all. And Science is kind of the worst teammate there between him and. Uh, Leclerc. So you get the faster Mercedes and the slower Ferrari at plus 220. Again, feels like a, a shot you got to take, like you said already. There you go. Love it. Love it. Yeah, Alonzo for that poll, I feel like has a really good shot. He's been kind of right behind Verstappen in lap time. So uh, really, I mean, Aston Martin is is here for they're they're they mean business this year. So he's definitely the guy at Aston Martin that would be able to take that home uh, again. Market price fourteen to one is best when you shop around. So let's uh, let's get uh, Alonzo on pole. Let's get Paris P two, and let's get Max to start P three, and then obviously he'll do his thing on Sunday in the race. So that's Steve. that's the game plan. Is it crazy to think that Alonzo might be the best driver in F1, but he's, his equipment is just a, a tick behind Max? Is it crazy to think that, that Alonzo is still the man? Well, there's no doubt that he knows what he's doing. I mean, he, he's definitely got the most experience on the grid. Uh, and he showed last year when he was with uh, – I mean, when, yeah, he, okay, he, he, he didn't move teams, so he was so with Aston Martin, but – he was he's always outperforming his teammate quite a bit and you see him his racecraft is is second to none i don't think there's anybody that that can really compete when it comes to uh overtaking defending he he's got it all so yeah i think for sure he's uh he, he compete with the best of them yeah i love that dude i love that dude Cool. Uh, you want to talk trucks, Arch, or what do you what do you think in there, pal? Yeah, I'm. I would love to talk trucks next. I know I want, you're a trucks guy. You've, you've I got am. A truck. I am. I have uh, for some reason trucks is my favorite one of all of all the uh, you know the North American racing sports. Is it because there's a female? I just like seeing how she does. <laughs> is that what you like? I like. I really like that more than anything, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, normally, normally. <laughs> DNF means we won, right? <laughs> yeah, normally you can find her at the bottom of the the, the scoring, the national, the uh, NASCAR official scoring. But yeah, I, hey, would it surprise you at all, Arch, to find out that we're on Haley Deegan as an outright rent winner this oh, no. weekend? No, no, not at all, not at all. <laughs> would it surprise you if we made that bet for twenty-one more weeks? <laughs> no, it wouldn't. He's just, you know, what he's doing? He's laying groundwork for when he meets her. He's going to show her. <laughs> I, you know, just I shop the Haley Deegan win line before anything else because I know it's on the card. I don't even look at what Steve sends me, but I shop that line so we get the best price no matter what. I mean, how good is that price to win a championship? I mean, 
we could have we could have set the money on fire and it would have been a <laughs> good price. We could have said it was whatever price we wanted. We're not cashing it. Oh, I love it though. I love it. There's value where there's value. Fuck it. Yeah, we we don't get to determine where there's value. I mean, oh, we've me. seen crazier things happen, right? We saw uh, Purdue lose tonight. So the Fairleigh Dickinson, yeah. yeah, a game that Steve and I could not bet on. Right, right. That saved your of fucking course. ass too. You would have been hammering Purdue at the halftime. Are you? What are you saying? I'm like a favorite better? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. Okay. Dogs right. have fleas. Somebody told me this Public afternoon. Dogs. dogs have fleas. Public dogs have oh, fleas. Okay, sorry, sorry, buddy. All right. Let's talk. Let's talk trucks. Yeah. So we got a bunch of long shots. Uh, <laughs> let's just talk about Atlanta. Um, I hate this track. You lost control, Steve. Sorry. <laughs> the wheels have fallen off. <laughs> I'm just saying, if we if we, if we keep going on like this, it's going to be an hour and a half long. Oh, I know. So I know. Okay. So this. you hate Atlanta. Why do you hate Atlanta? All right, so they they can they reconfigured this racetrack last year. So it used, it used to be a very kind of cookie cutter mile and a half racetrack. We we were able to kind of pull data, uh, figure out what's going on. But now uh, they don't even practice here because they know it's just totally random. Basically, it's it's just like Daytona, it's just like Talladega. Uh, you just gotta hope your guy makes it to the end. You gotta hope doesn't get, doesn't get caught up in a wreck. You're just uh, hoping for the best, really, and um, that's kind of why we take the longer, longer shots here. So that's why that's why we're betting Haley Deegan. <laughs> there we go. All right. <laughs> so we uh, just to just to put it in perspective, we bet on. Let's see, what is this? Five, eight, nine guys, but we only split a half unit amongst them. Oh, and a female. Uh, and a female. Eight guys, one female. You're you're right, Steve. And we took Jack Wood, Haley Deegan, Dean Thompson, Raja Karuth, who sometimes has a pretty fast truck, Daniel Dye, who uh, exploded his high school um, uh, schoolmate. What? He exploded his high school um, guy's friend or whatever, his his testicle. He punched him in the testicle. Oh, oh, Testicle oh, oh. ruptured. And uh, so anyway, we, we bet on him. Chris Wright, Spencer Boyd. Mason Maggio, Lawless Allen, and uh, and that, that's it for the for the winners. These nice. are all super long shots. Fuck yeah, Nutbuster's going to do it though. What do you think, Steve? What do you think about well, Nutbuster? It, it's obvious that he's got the aggression that it takes to get the job done. So <laughs> that's what you want from a track like this. You need a guy that's not afraid to get out there and get in. You know, ruffle ruffle some feathers. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. Everybody in Atlanta is driving angry though, Steve. You should know that. That's, that's true. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I guess Jack Wood qualified pretty well because I saw that move from a hundred to one to forty to one. Is that right? Well, they didn't qualify. They had the, they had the rain out. So, so why did he move to forty to one? Did we, did uh, we do that? I don't know because we put it out there. <laughs> Could be it. In fact, we locked the uh, Cup Series top tens for thirty five minutes yesterday. Did you see that? I did. I saw that. I'm not sure if Arch is following, but yes, no, I no, saw some, that. How was at work when Phil? He keeps me. He keeps me in the loop on the family news. Would you say I keep you abreast? Uh-huh. You're overreaching. All right. The matchups we were on. Uh, Ty Majeski over John Hunter Nemechek, plus 105. Ben Rhodes over Christian Eckes, plus 100. And Grant Enfinger over Christian Eckes, 
plus 110. Are we just grabbing plus money here, or do you not like Christian Eckes, Steve? It's, I mean, I don't mind Christian Eckes, but I prefer the guys that he is going up against. Ben Rhodes has been stronger at the plate tracks. Uh, I guess call it a plate track. Um, so I'm going to use, I'm going to call it a plate track because they're drafting strongly. Um, yeah, Ben Rhodes has been good here. Endfinger, I feel like Endfinger is a guy that he's very smart. I like guys that like to use their noggin when they at on a you know race type like this. Majeski, um, I like him over John Hunter. John Hunter has been known to get up into a lot of incidents, so don't want that week on a weekend like this. And uh, going back to the outrage a little bit, talking about um, just the equipment a little bit. Uh, Carruth is in a GMS truck, and that's good equipment. Um, Chris Wright and Spencer Boyd, I believe, are in Young Motorsports equipment, and those trucks have performed well at this type of racing. Uh, Lawless Allen's a niche truck, so he can have the speed to get it done. And um, so, yeah, again, like Haley Deegan's, she's in the Thor Sport, so it. Yeah, so long shots, but they're also in good equipment. It's not like I'm just pulling, you know, things out of the air. Mm-hmm. These are good trucks. So. Yeah. Cool, man. Uh, that's that's all I got. I I don't think there's been any new offerings since we shipped that in the Discord. I don't think so. I'm. I'll take a look right now. Yeah, no, no props, just uh, outright numbers. So hopefully, yeah. we'll see what happens tomorrow morning. But probably not going to get a whole lot from uh, DraftKings, especially unfortunately this year it's been rough it's been rough over there uh so should we talk xfinity sure is this the part in the show i know we 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 have a long list of you know long shots that we like here as well i want to bet the favorite steve can i bet the favorite austin hill yeah man you go ahead and lead off and tell us why we should bet the chalk listen he wins every time when we're (laughs) at a super speedway he doesn't lose on these things he doesn't lose I, I mean, I don't have the stats in front of me, but I think he's won, what, like four out of the last five super speedway races? I think I heard Larry Mack today say three out of seven. But still, okay. that's Ooh. almost 50%, and you're getting him four, plus 450. I like almost 50%, yeah. Yeah, fine. Plus 450. Give it to me. The guy is an absolute ace. And, Steve, you know, we, we saw this week one. I think I was on to it. But they have the very best pit crew in the Xfinity series. It's not even close. It's, it's almost laughable how much better RCR is than the rest of the field. They're almost the second better per four tire pit stop. Now that doesn't mean a ton at Atlanta. I mean, it's a super speedway type style track, Um, but it's, it's not very wide. So track position kind of matters. So I want to bet Austin Hill. That's all. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, Sammy Smith is on the pole, and uh, we know he's probably going to wreck this weekend. So, Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, so the only thing I'm contributing, Austin Hill, every market. Go. All right, sounds good to me. So I'll go ahead and take my longer shots here. I'm a, I'll am start with Kaz Grala, um, 100 to 1. He's in the same run equipment. Kaz Grala was a guy that uh, filled in, I believe, for RCR um, in the Cup Series once or twice. Had a good showing, finished side in the top 10. So I feel like Kaz Grala is a guy that is pretty good at keeping his equipment clean. He's in a Toyota. It's got enough speed to hang up there all day, and he just needs to finish at the end. So 101, give me that. 
Brett Moffitt, 100 to 1 as well. I like Moffitt a lot. Uh, he's with a, team, a new team this year. They've been super quick. Uh, last week, they were fast as well. Uh, I, I really like him as a driver, too. He's another guy that uh, smart racer, knows what he's doing out there, 100 to 1. Uh, so give me him. Uh, also got him for a top three and a top five. And he was one of the, he's the only, kind of the only guy that I looked at for a top three and top five. Cause I really feel like he's got the combination that I'm looking for when it comes to smart racing and a fast race car. So I like the, uh, what I'm seeing from Moffat this year so far. And I feel like the books haven't quite caught up to what he's bringing to the table. So give me him you know, across the board. Kyle Weatherman, 100 to 1, is something I'm really excited about. Weatherman, we, we know how much he outperforms every single car he gets into. So that's an easy ask this weekend because it's, it's drafting track. You don't need a lot of complete pace to have a chance to win, especially if you have faster cars in front of you wrecking. So 100 to 1 for Weatherman. And we got Kyle Sieg. Brother of Ryan Sieg, who is always fast at these types of races. 200 to 1. He's in the same exact car. He's got the same name. But he's got better value at 200 to 1. So give me him for to win the race. I like that. Same <laughs> name, better value. It's like Yeah, that's a good one. That's man. He's the uh he's the slogan machine tonight. Feel like he's just like the price is right over here. That's it. Sometimes I have better nights than others. Tonight feels like so far I'm off to a good start. Uh, you're on That's light. good, buddy, because I am dragging. Yeah, but what we're giving you to work with? Yeah. So, so you're like a Mercedes tonight. What? That like we're in the shop nine months out of the year? No, the Mercedes with their high drag setups. And what, what? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm a I'm just a, a slow old machine over here. Oh. All right, so um, another, but something I agree with, something on the card that I liked. Let's talk about that. We're taking Chandler Smith over Justin Haley, and we're taking John Hunter Nemechek over Justin Haley. Um, I don't think Justin Haley's a threat. I think he's out there to be like a helper, it, it, and I think I think you agree. So we're getting that at plus money. Do you do you feel that Haley is a threat? I do not feel like he's a threat. We saw him uh, in the last. Um, this kind of race, I, I can't remember where it was. Bottom line was he wasn't really there to compete, I don't think. I mean, he was running mid-pack most of the race with the colleague team. Um, for the most part, I feel like uh, Chandler Smith is going to be the guy up there getting the pushes from Justin Haley. So you get him at plus money, and um, that feels like the right side to me for sure. And you have John Hunter as well over Haley. Uh, again, John Hunter is going to be the guy running up front most of the day. So I just, I just like you said, I like uh, not uh, kind of – Justin Haley has a lot of good history in the Xfinity Series. So I feel like there's a lot of baked-in bias there from the books that I uh, feel like he's going to be the guy, even though he's not a full-time driver with them anymore this year. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I just um, I, I think there's some baked in, you know, somewhat recency bias because, I mean, a couple of years ago, Justin Haley was was the man on these super speedways with Colic, and he's just not anymore. It's not the his motivations are different. So, um, you know, I just I, I'm, I'm completely OK fading him here. And I think he's getting he's just priced completely wrong. Yeah. All right, that's all I got for the Xfinity card as well. So 
Moving on to the Cup Series. Or? Let's go. Let's go Cup. All right. Starting with the outrights. Yeah. Looks like, I mean, we have, so I'm on, I, I like to take a couple guys from every manufacturer usually. Um, so I guess kind of, we're going to kind of continue that trend this week. Uh, we got Bubba Wallace, 20 to 1. Uh, but Bubba Wallace, we know how good he is at this type of racing. So I, I really feel like he's going to be the guy in the Toyota camp to get this done here. Uh, obviously, we know Denny Hamlin is really good as well at this type of racing. So Denny Hamlin uh, and Bubba usually work pretty well together. So I, I just want to take the side of Bubba there for the, the better value. He's always running up front. Uh, so I, I feel like he's always he's kind of always there at the end, too. The, Daytona this year, he, the only reason Bubba wasn't running up front is because I believe he broke a toe link. So the car wasn't competitive at the, after that. But he, before that, it was really strong as usual. So I would say uh, no reason to believe Bubba can't get it done this weekend. If, you, and if you're the guy that says, oh, this is more of an intermediate track, it's not really a super speed right? well, Bubba Wallace is really good this year on the intermediates as well. So this is a great combination uh, if you're looking for either side of that argument here. I don't know how people are saying that it's going to run like an intermediate. Like, did they not watch the two races last year here? I, it, it just it blows my mind. It runs like a super speedway. It's drafting. It's pack racing. It it doesn't make any sense. A hundred percent. As you know, I always run the iRacing events now before the weekend. And uh, I ran this race one time. The whole field wrecks the first lap. And I said, that's it. I'll, I'll, I'll do something else. <laughs> And that's why you like Atlanta so much. Right. Exactly right. Yes. All right. So we're on Bubba because we have to bet him at every super speedway. What else we got? Austin Dillon and who else? I'm on Austin Dillon as well. I don't know if I have anybody else for the outright card. Okay. Uh, Austin Dillon, I feel like this is... This is like must-win territory from Austin Dillon at this point in the season. He is struggling mightily. At every other track type this year, short track, intermediate, like that car is is crawling. Unfortunately for him, and it's it's kind of strange because I thought that Kyle Busch coming over would help that team out and he would benefit from that. But since the clash, uh, since Daytona, haven't haven't really seen anything from Dylan at all. It's been really disappointing. But you go back to a place like Atlanta where the draft is back in play. Austin Dillon knows what he's doing, and uh, four to one feels like a very generous number for him. Um, Kyle Busch should have, I, basically, I mean, Kyle Busch should have won Daytona, and Austin Dillon was right there behind him. So I feel like four to one is really good. And you probably, I, I'm not sure if you saw, but uh, Kyle Busch, I believe, failed inspection three times. So I mean, I, he lost crew chief, but it's Atlanta, so not not a big deal, but. Maybe uh, Austin Dillon benefits a little bit from that as being the number one RCR car this weekend. Who knows? Yeah, it looked like the the car chief didn't go down without a fight, Steve. It it said something about him being like really? ejected or something. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it was. He did. He said what? I, I I think it said that he was ejected. So I, oh, I would wow. imagine okay. I would imagine there were some words and uh, possibly <laughs> some fireworks that I would like to see. Well, that'd be fun to watch. I think that just means they kicked they kicked them out though. Just they just took you know. Said I like home. it better. Yeah, I like it better in my in my mind. Oh yeah, I, I definitely would love to see the action for sure. I want to see him like George Brett coming out of the dugout, screaming towards the Yankees. 
with pine tar all exactly. over. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That would be good for a crew chief to have pine tar. I, I can see it. Yeah. All right. So we got a ton of top tens. Um, I'll just run top three. Oh, we have a top three. Did I? I don't know. I have a top three. Yeah. I don't have a top three. You selfish bastard. Christopher Busher, one of your guys. That's my guy. I, I got to interview uh, Roush Fenway Kozlowski, tire specialist, tire scientist, Rob Lopes this week, Arch. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, Anywhere, use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grimly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Pretty cool. That's awesome, man. Yeah, but that, that's it. That's the end I mean, of the they're, story. They're the unsung hero. So they're the guys who really do the work. The driver just, you know, rides on their shoulders. Oh, yeah. Bingo. Those and guys in the shop are hard, hard workers, especially that West Coast swing. They, I mean, those truck drivers are hauling the mail uh, <laughs> to and from those stops. It's 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 very tiring stuff. Wow. So tell me about this this top three on Busher. Well, I just like Christopher Busher. I mean, I don't really like him. Uh, by the way, are we calling him Christopher or calling him back to call him Chris? I haven't heard him say Christopher much this year, so I'm not. I'm gonna try and hang on to that myself. Christopher Busher. Um, he he's he's been really strong at the disciple racing. Uh, we saw him at. Um, Daytona this year, I believe his him and Brad Kay were up front. Uh, Busher was kind of the guy that was pushing Brad, trying to get Brad the win there. So I, I kind of feel like Brad's going to be the guy that kind of leads the pack. Uh, if he's out there in front and Busher is probably going to be the guy helping him along. 
So I, I, I don't really like Chris Borcher to win. I like him to have a good finish, though, and I feel like a top three is kind of where he fits the game plan there. Yeah, I mean, RFK at Daytona, uh, they actually led 35% of the entire race, hmm. and uh, Keselowski led the most laps, and Busher led the second most laps. Um, so those guys were locked in. The super speedway package seems to be really, really good for RFK, and that's that's why I kind of wanted to – highlight those guys this week so i i think this is an awesome play uh i i feel like maybe we should reconsider having something with rfk for an outright winner but we will we will add that later yeah we'll take, definitely take a second look at that we got a day or two to really finalize uh you fulfilled no weaken you weaken your 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 arguments and wear you down Right. Yes, I yes. will wear him down, and we'll get that in. Uh, probably, <laughs> we'll probably post it about seven minutes before the race. <laughs> Steve's like, "Fuck it, fuck it, just fucking do it. Leave me alone." Uh, I, I mean, uh, yeah. So, no practice this week, so I'm not going to be able to look at that. Practice doesn't really matter anyway. But I, I gotta say, I don't really understand why there's no practice. Can we just get like a 20 minute practice session NASCAR? Because this is uh, they're learning a whole new pit road, and you know the pit road is going to be starting at turn three, so they're going to be getting on the brakes real quick back there. Uh, never done that before. Just let it, you know, just send it, see what happens. I mean. <laughs> This is gonna be a wild race. I I I don't know, man. The surface is gonna be more worn out than last year, as Denny said on his podcast. Uh, it's just gonna be. There's a lot of unknowns this weekend. This is gonna be hilarious, is what you're saying. Yeah, and the worst part is, Arch, we're probably yeah. gonna get on a driver here that will, you know, endure a pit road penalty, and you're gonna lose like 12 laps, like with a pit road penalty, just because of the the speeds of this place. You know how fast you can get around here. It's a mile and a half, but they're huh. They're doing super speedway speeds. So, I mean, a pit road penalty, you're toast. It's over. I mean, you I mean you're, it up. You're literally going to lose like two to three laps. I mean, you're going, you know, 45 around turn three, and the pack is going 190, 200 around the track. And, it's, and you know, this track is smaller than Daytona and Talladega. So, they're, they're, they're making hay yeah. <laughs> quickly. They're making laps. So, yeah, yeah it's going to be. You better not speed down there this weekend. I mean, big trouble. So if we have any of our drivers listening that that we're about to talk about, please don't speed. You know, let's air the caution here. Noah Gregson, we're looking at you. Although we're not betting you, we are looking at you. Because <laughs> can't, you can't bet that guy anymore. <laughs> Gregson can speed all he wants. We don't care. It's all you want. All right, so we got a million top tens. Um, Go. Eric Jones, Austin Dillon, Michael McDowell, Corey LaJoy, Josh Berry, The Dinger. Harrison Burton, who ended up on his roof at Daytona last year, and Cody Ware. Yes, sir. So Eric Jones, I feel like, is the layup play here to start with. Eric Jones, I feel like every time we look at that guy, he's running inside the top five at a you know, Daytona, Talladega, Atlanta track. Uh, I believe he won recently at a, at a um, super speedway. We had him, I believe, as 40 to 1. We actually we we had him at Darlington, but he cashed a huge top five for us uh, at the one of the Atlanta races. He didn't win it though. I do recall he was, but he was in the mix. The, he led a ton of laps. Yeah, he was definitely in, in the mix to win. So yeah. I, 
we uh, maybe we might have gotten Chastain that day actually, and Bingo does like a uh, um, as a backup. So yeah, we had uh we had E Jones sixty to one at Darlington. Right. Yeah, bottom line is he's always in the mix at the end. He's another one of those guys that really smart, keeps the car clean. So I I like that a lot. Two plus two fifty. Fanduel is just. If you're betting top tens this week, just go straight to FanDuel. If you don't have a FanDuel account, make one. If you can't make one, get a friend to make one. You know how it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put on a disguise and go to the sports book if you have to. <laughs> but don't dress like me because I'm not allowed. <laughs> All right. Like- so Austin, D- Austin Dillon, plus 360. Already talked about him. A lot of uh, trust in him there. Michael McDowell. When you talk about trust, uh, this is a guy you can trust more than anybody else in the field in a, a super a super speed way. Um, one Daytona a couple years ago, always consistently inside the top ten. And a smart racer doesn't make any boneheaded moves. You know he's he's gonna be smoothly level-headed guys and get gonna get there at the end. So and he's with uh, he's he's running really well. He had a great season last year. He ran 13th at uh, Phoenix last week, qualified seventh. I mean, that car, I feel like that car is just uh, doing the right thing for that for this guy this year, too. So go back to a place he's comfortable and playing for plus 500. Yeah, I mean, it's a Daytona winner. This this is a guy that knows what he's doing in the draft. So I, I like that play. Can we talk about Corey LaJoy? You're up. I mean, Corey LaJoy, I feel like this is a layup. So this, this is my guy, Arch. We had, I think, what was he, 250 to one last year at Atlanta? And uh, at least, yeah, at I think least it was 200. It, I think it might, yeah, it was 200 or 250 to one. And this guy is a super speedway ace. Hmm. He doesn't have the equipment to comp- compete, you know, week in and week out, but he's one of the most talented guys, um, you know, on the circuit. I listen to his podcast every week religiously. They have Hendrick Motors and, uh, they they plan this race like forward, like backwards forward. So, um, you know, he'll hang back in the first couple of stages to make sure he's in position to pounce and survive the the big one. And the, he just he's got a feel for the energy. You can see it. He led. I think he led at Daytona this year or uh, was second or something, but he was in the mix. This is a, a guy that can drive the shit out of a race car. He just doesn't have good equipment. But on these supers, the the you know the the gap is closed, so he can compete for a win. He was actually at the last Atlanta race, Arch. He made a move to take the lead on the last lap. Chase Elliott blocked him and wrecked him, so he ended up finishing twenty whatever. But th- that was a ticket that was breathing a t- two hundred to one with oh. actual life, and you know so five to one on a top ten. Give me that. Just give me that all day long. Take that to the bank. That's like Eric Jones territory. Let's let's do this thing. Give me Corey LaJoy. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I mean, Corey LaJoy, I mean, to add on to that, I mean, he's a guy that uh, generally he likes to be sure that his equipment is taken care of. He's a lower-funded team, like you said already, so he's generally not going to be up there fighting and making bold moves through the whole race, so... He's definitely a guy you want to uh, put your trust in that he's going to get to the finish line with inside the top 10 for sure at a, at a plus price, hmm. big plus price. So 
I'll go ahead and move along to Josh Berry. This is a guy I like a lot this week because pretty much he's filling in for Chase Elliott. And I mean, Chase Elliott, uh, like you, you just talked about Chase Elliott at Atlanta. He's a guy that won in this car last year. So Josh Berry's going to be inheriting that car due to the injury of Chase Elliott still. Uh, Josh Berry finished uh, 10th. He got top 10 last week at Phoenix. So um, going back to a, a drafting track where anything can happen, Josh Berry, I mean, in a Hendrick car, um, as familiar as, as familiar as anyone with the draft. And so five to one for a top 10, uh, this is a no to me. This is an absolute no brainer. Well, you know, why not to get shot at this? Yeah. I was going to say, I don't have a brain anyway. So yeah. No brainers where we live. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's where I'm at. And then we, right. got the, we got the Dinger, Harrison Burton, Cody Ware. The first two I can sell. I can sell A.G. Allmendinger. Um, he, was, he was really good with Colleague in the Xfinity. He'll be back with Colleague this year in the Cup Series. Uh, he kind of just hung around at Daytona. So I feel like he's going to kind of do the same thing here. So I just feel like, uh, again, the price is right. Five to one, top ten. Harrison Burton, we, we just talked about him uh, doing the flip at Daytona. But before that, the car's always got speed. Wood, Wood Brothers does a very good job at bringing equipment that's that's very competitive. Maybe not so much on the on, at most weeks, but they kind of circle these races, I feel like, for sure, uh, on a calendar because Harrison Burton's not that, not that competitive at very at many, you know, many other racetracks. So this is a place where they maybe got to try to get a win. So... I emphasize this a little bit more. So plus six fifty, uh, like that a lot. We gotta get Harrison Burton to the finish, though. He, we know that he's prone to uh, getting caught up in incidents. Hopefully, maybe he eventually learned from his mistakes. Uh, some more track time, like getting caught up in an incident that cost us an outright last weekend. Ah, uh, yes, that's right. Yeah. So maybe he hasn't learned yet, but maybe he's taking that experience last week and really remembering that. And <laughs> yeah, what I'm hearing is he owes us money, also. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sell, no me, sell me Cody Ware. Uh, I mean, I looked. I looked at the prices across the market when this first opened up. Uh, it was. FanDuel was kind of uh, giving us value there in the, in the mid-range, and then DraftKings was giving us value on the longer shots, so 15 to 1. Cody Ware is going to be uh, racing in with you know, the, Rick Ware racing, as always. Uh, but they're, they have speed when it comes to um, you know, super speedway racing. He's always in the you – know, even early on in the race, he, he makes his way to the front. Uh, and he's always there at the end. He, generally, the, pe- the guys in front of him do wreck and get caught up in incidents. He, and I always check Twitter later. He's like, oh, you know, top 11 finish again. Yep. That huge wreck at, Day- you know, Day- uh, I think it was Daytona. It rained. Yep. Top 10. So he's, he stays out of incidents. He, you know, he, gets it, he gets it done when he needs to. 15 to 1. He, why not? Yeah, and you can get 20 to 1 at Bet Rivers. So, uh yeah, I like it. I like it. Cool, man. So we got five head-to-heads as well. We've got uh, Alex Bowman over Tyler Reddick, Brad Kozlowski over Tyler Reddick. So we'll we'll talk about how bad he sucks on these supers. Uh, Chris Buescher over Eric Almarola, Blaney over Chastain, 
Kyle Bush over Kyle Larson. All right. I want to start with Kyle Bush over Kyle Larson because I generally don't like to play too many of these matchups uh, at super speedways, but this is one I can't really avoid. Uh, Kyle Bush, as I mentioned already, was very strong at Daytona. Should have won that race. I, he really, he's, he's, his running position is really good. He, and he has laps led at this track type uh, for sure. He just doesn't really quite get it done at the end. And Coach saw that happen again at Daytona. But I'm going to take the guy that has a fast car every time in a, in a matchup like this. And Carl Larson is the complete opposite of that, I feel like. He, he, he is openly admitted he doesn't like this type of racing. Uh, I feel like this, this is also a little bit, a little bit of a recency bias from the books because Hendrick's been so fast. But Larson, uh, this is not his specialty, so I'm going to take Kyle Busch here. Yeah, actually, and and Kyle Larson has the the second worst position differential in the next gen era of Cup Cup Series racing. It's minus sixteen point seven positions lost from you know where you start to where you finish in all of the the next gen super speedway races. Yeah, so I, he, I would say that's because Hendrick cars generally qualify up front, right? So, yeah, I think he had one of the the best uh, you know qualifying positions, but he ends up in the mid twenties. Yeah, I, I really feel like Hendrick really likes to trim the cars out for you know top speed uh, and qualifying, but that doesn't do you much when you need handling in the race. <laughs> and yeah, you need a lot of handling this weekend at Atlanta. Yeah, five five of the seven races in the data set, he was eighteenth or worst. Yeah, so I, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, uh, and then we're fading Tyler Reddick twice. Yeah, I mean Alex Alex Bowman has been uh, interesting this year. He's been running a lot better. He ran inside the top ten at Phoenix last week, and that's one of his worst racetracks. So uh, I feel like he's been good at super speedways in the past. Kind of gets in trouble a little bit sometimes, but. For the most part, he runs up front, and I feel like he's confident in the car. Uh, so, yeah, he's with Hendrick, but unlike Kyle Larson, I feel like Alex Bowman's got the ability to uh, and confidence to get the car across the line. Uh, it really is it's more of a fade on Tyler Reddick for me, though. Reddick doesn't really like racing uh, this type of package. Uh, it's pretty clear that he prefers the racetracks that uh, – Require more driving ability and talent, obviously. He's one of the best. I believe he's one of the best in the, in the circuit. So it's a good play for, for Bowman for me. I, I mean, Reddick's got to be up there with uh, with Larson, to be honest, in, in incident, late incidents. I feel like he's always getting in trouble. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, Reddick has, I think, just one finish in the top 25 in the next-gen super speedway era, and it was second. Uh, which is an asterisk because it was that Daytona rain race. So, I mean, he wasn't even good that day. Right. So I like fading Tyler Reddick here. You're going to have to, he's going to have to prove it before we bet on him. For sure. Cool. Uh, you want to talk about Busher over Almarola or Blaney over Chastain or just blind ship it? I mean, Blaney, we know he's going to have a, have a strong car. Uh, Chad Singh was also really good here, so it's not one of my favorite plays, but I, I do like I, – I always like playing Ryan Blaney at a super speedway. He always seems – he's not – he likes to uh, choke down, down the stretch of races, but there's not a lot of opportunity for that to happen on pit road here. So hopefully uh, 
we get all green, you know, caution flag pit stops, and uh, hopefully that you know with a draft, Laney can get get his positions back pretty quickly. So hopefully that's not a factor this weekend, and uh, he can carry his raw pace on the track all the way. Yeah, I like I like Blaney. He's an elite super speedway racer. Never, never can go wrong betting on that guy. Um, Chastain's kind of a boomer bust candidate. Um, his average uh, finishing position, I think, in the super speedway next gen era is like 13, but it's held up by last year early on. He had a two one two finish in a row, um, but they they haven't been that good since. So uh, I, I think Blaney's definitely the side. Yeah. And uh, we had, I think the other one you mentioned already was Keselowski over Almarola, correct? Yes. Yeah, Keselowski, like I mentioned already, I like uh, him with RFK over there. Always been strong at the super speedways. Even last year when that team didn't have a whole lot of pace, they found pace at this type of racetrack. So I feel like you take that in mind and you kind of just – blow that up a little bit more maybe that they might have even more speed now with uh with you know racing at uh this type of race with the direction that team's going so all positive things for me i feel like with rfk this weekend i agree i agree 100 percent. i'm a like i said i want to i want to find a way to bet kislowski more than just this head-to-head so we'll we'll definitely have to put our heads together and do that but yeah, for um, sure. I mean, Amarola, um, if, if you want to take the narrative of this is a hybrid of an intermediate and a super speedway, Amarola has been really struggling uh, in this in, on the intermediates this year. So maybe he's been okay at the super speedways, but the intermediate side of things have been a big struggle. So Brad Kozlowski was pretty good so far this year on the intermediate. So there might be an edge there at plus, you know, plus money for sure. Bingo. Love it. Bingo. Yeah, I don't have I don't have much else to add. Arch, do you? Do you have any any things you uh, you've been researching this week? Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. <laughs>